0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Carruthers and Legata and whoever. I'm Thomas Carruthers. I'm Will Legata. And today we have a very special guest. We have Becky Muggeridge, who I know as the secretary of the podcast, and Will knows as his significant lover. Significant other? It's significant (laughs) other, isn't it? Not lover. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, Becky, today we're talking about It's in my top ten, so we would have got around to it eventually, but it's also in your top ten. So would you like to introduce us to today's wonderful film?
1: It's When Harry Met Sally. Mm.
0: Do you uh, you want me to describe it? (laughs) How would you describe it? Uh, Give us a plot synopsis in ten words. I think it's a very easy ten word. You can do this. I think it's a very good ten word film.
1: Boy meets girl, travels to big city.
0: You've got three left. <laughs> You've messed up. Yeah, I have.
1: I have messed up.
0: Uh, all in. Love. All in. Fall <laughs> in love.
2: Men and women can't be friends, because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her.
1: So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive?
2: No, you pretty much want to nail him too.
1: All in love. yeah, okay, that, that's a good All in
2: a hole.
0: Oh yes, uh, the film is directed by the wonderful Rob Reiner, and written by the incomparable and late Nora Ephron, um, and basically, Rob Reiner came to Nora Ephron and said, I've got an idea for a film. It's about two best friends who believe that sex will ruin the relationship, and then they have sex, and it ruins the relationship. Because, we'll get to this later, I presume, but the original ending, they didn't get together. Mm. In, in almost every draft of the script, they didn't get together. However, because this was uh, fueled." by lots of depression uh, from Rob Reiner's terrible divorce to Penny Marshall, I think, Penny Marshall. And basically, uh, yeah, he was very depressed and he thought, yeah, no, love doesn't work out until he met his future wife on the set of When I Met Sally and they changed the ending. And I do think it's for the better and I'm sure we'll get to that later.
2: Gwen? No, I don't like to eat between meals. I'll roll down the window
0: so let's look break down our first category opening line hall of fame I have the script here <laughs> I, I, it's one of the great scripts I own it the opening line I was sitting with my friend Arthur Kornblum in a restaurant it was a horn and hard art ca- cafeteria and this beautiful girl walked in and I turned to Arthur and I said, Arthur, you see that girl, I'm going to marry her. And two weeks later, we were married and it's over 50 years later and we're still married. How does this rank for you two as one of the great opening lines?
1: I love it. I, would de- I mean, I wouldn't say it's like the most shocking or anything, but I feel like it's, it very much sets up the movie. It's
0: underrated. Nobody yeah. ever talks about this as one of the great opening lines but it's pretty and it, because great. it's
1: it's not the start of the story either. It's like that mm-hmm. little interview, and the fact that it then curves around the kind of you have these interviews randomly dotted throughout, and then you end on an interview as well, and it all makes sense.
0: Which leads me to one of my new questions: What? Who was your favourite old couple in the movie? <laughs> I've I've narrowed it down to three. Right right oh, you already. know, okay, <laughs> Becky's what's your favourite old couple, Becky?
1: It's the one where, um, is it the, one of them starts talking and then the other one like And then the other one finishes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. And that's Rob Reiner's dad's friend.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: yeah. And are then... all the interviews
1: with people they know?
0: No. Like... So the interviews, Rob Reiner's original idea was, I'm going to just film real couples. And Nora Ephron said, that's a great idea, but it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it didn't work, so, but they got real stories and then gave them to actors. So that's Rob Reiner's dad's friend, who is a comedian. Uh, um, yeah, and that has the great nine extra flaws. It's a great, yeah. great, great <laughs> ending. Will, have you got one? Are you going to go for the betrothed Asian couple? <laughs> the, the woman I, I, with the very large hair. I'm going for the melon one. The, I like the melody. That one is great. <laughs> you, you know, like, the way you do a good melon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with... I like the... I, we don't know if he's a mobster, but the guy who's... Um, I w- got married to Berta for three years, then we divorced, and then he remarries twice, and then he hits <laughs> on his ex-wife at a funeral, and then they're married for three years. And the woman is just very... She was she remembers all the names and he doesn't. Great, great, old couples.
1: Great. And you're wondering like which one's gonna be the person who's actually in
0: the video. Yes, this is true. <laughs> um best YouTube comments. All right, these are all comments from the trailer. Here we go. I guess Mike Wazowski and Anastasia Romanov could have be could have a relationship. <laughs>
1: This is true, because he's Mike Wazowski, which I only found out like a few weeks ago.
0: I, I don't uh, get how you do that. It blows my
1: mind. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't know either. Monsters, Inc.,
0: the best Pixar film.
1: Mm, is it though?
0: <laughs> mm. My girlfriend wants me to watch this with her. Pray for me. I don't get that. This is a really good film. I don't, this isn't like a soppy, notebooky type where, I don't know.
1: It's definitely the type that I feel like anyone could enjoy. It's not just a sort of a, bit, a like a film for rom-com fans.
0: Bit of a sad one here from JC, not my dad. Um, <laughs> one of my goals in life is to find a woman who hates me as much as Sally hates Harry. Ooh. Have they seen the whole film? Wow. (laughs) My God, Meg Ryan was beautiful. Why in the world would she think she needed any kind of plastic surgery? That's from Rick uh, Kland 6674. And I have that as one of my notes, not the plastic surgery element, but we're going to talk about how exceptionally beautiful Meg Ryan is in this film. All I can hear is Mark Wazowski. (laughs) (laughs) And here's here's my favourite. Years ago, I wanted to do something special in proposing to my girlfriend. And I thought about this scene and now New Year's was coming up. So at about 10 p.m. on December the 31st, I suggested we watch this movie. And she happily agreed. Then, after we did some food and getting comfortable, preparations, I started it at 10ish. Then a few minutes before midnight, after Harry says that he wants to spend the rest of his life with her, I went down on one knee and proposed with a diamond ring. And yes, she said yes. We lived together after that and reality set in and it didn't work, but we still remain good friends. She still frequently <laughs> brings up my proposal and how it was one of the favorite moments of her life. But oh not, but not favorite enough <laughs> for it oh, to stay wow. with him. And then a little bit of an advert here. Fantastic screenplay, never forget the writer because I am a writer myself. Clearly a very disgruntled man who is annoyed that nobody has read the screenplays. Um, Best 10-minute stretch. What is the best 10-minute stretch in the film?
2: I think- Uh, The opening 10 minutes, when they're in the car, and he's he's on about the dark side. That is good.
1: That is a good
0: stretch. Because
2: it establishes the relationship they have to the rest of the movie. It is great. Are we including the diner in that? Are you saying,
0: Ten minutes oh, from late. Oh, because oh, you've, you've got friends. Yeah. You've got mm. Sheldon the Wunderschlong, which is I've it? got years <laughs> of mileage out of. I, the amount of times I've used the phrase Wunderschlong. Yeah. And it, you've got the ordering the pancakes a la mode, which is a great. Yes. So it's I that feel like the diner
1: scene is probably one of the best scenes, mm-hmm. just scenes, but stretch of like 10 minutes. I like the bit where she's having a mental
0: breakdown. <laughs> that is good. Into the sex, yeah.
2: I'm too structured,
1: I'm completely closed off.
2: But in a good way.
1: And I'm gonna be 40! <laughs> when? Something
2: <laughs> In eight years.
1: For men, Charlie Chaplin had babies when he was seventy-three. Yeah, but he was too old to pick them up. And I also quite enjoy um, the bits where they're both on the phone to each other, and it's like split screen. I quite like that as well.
0: And what are they watching?
1: What are they watching? Oh my gosh! Cas-
0: Casablanca. They're watching Casablanca. I ah. <laughs> have right here, and it is a great film. Which leads me to one of my first notes: Sally's Casablanca take is terrible. That is not the ending of the film at all. Are you, have you two done Casablanca?
2: No, you've I've studied it at, at college, shouldn't you? Um, you just know it anyway. No, he
0: was going to, but he never got round to it. And I was very annoyed. Because <laughs> um, I was like, I love Casablanca. Um, and I do, as you can probably tell. Well, we'll do Casablanca. That's a great, great film. Uh, Tom's weirdly specific favourite part of the film. I have four. That's not specific, though, is it? But they're very, spe- but they're all very specific. Marie folding over the index card when she's told that the guy's married, and you think she's just <laughs> going to throw it away, but she doesn't. She folds it over. That's great. <laughs> I mean, it's just a full. great, it's a great scene. But I'm going to go specifically the line, "What do you have a heart?" Babe, and then the, the incline of that, that's my favourite moment. The Asian waiter in one of the early montages where, she, where you can see her ordering and he just looks at Harry and Harry goes, yeah, that's great." And then Sally getting water after they have sex. There's a great bit where she puts her dressing gown on. And then she, when she comes and she's thinking about it and you see how happy she is when she's pouring yeah. the Evian, and then when she comes back in, she does this. <laughs> <And> it's great. <laughs> and, it's, and that leads to another great line. Um, you, you, you alphabetize your VHS tapes on index card. That's a great scene. Will's more general favourite part of the film is?
2: Yay. I like uh, the, the, when they're at the wedding at Car- of Carrie Fisher. And uh, she's like, is one of us supposed to be a dog? And it's like... Yes, I have,
0: I have. Right there. I am the dog. I am the dog.
2: I am the dog.
0: The build of that three, that leads also into a point of, it's a 15, and obviously you've got the sex, but you don't see anything, and there's a lot of frank discussion. There's only, correct me if I'm wrong, there's only four F words, and every one is perfect. It's 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 the classic Flames, Trains and Armables thing of saving them for the that blowout scene, and it and it's perfect. You've got don't f with Mr Zero, which is just a great joke. Then you've got the payoff of that of um, adultery uh, is just a symptom of something else. Or something else wrong in the marriage. Well, that symptom's fucking my wife. is one of the best lines in the film. Then you've got. Then, then Sally gets the best two, where she go. where Harry's like, oh, how many people have you slept with? And she goes, oh, so I've not moved on because I haven't fucked somebody. She uses it so brilliantly just to get at him. And then she has the great, um, you're gonna have to move to New Jersey because you've slept with everybody in New York. And then she also has the big slap and fuck you. Uh, to end the "I am the dog, I am the dog" when they finally get to the kitchen. Um, no, fun, just, just fantastic.
1: Yeah, I didn't think of that before, but it's a very good point. They're used in very, it's not overused, and yeah, it's used in various of attacking ways.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a devout Catholic or whatever. I don't find <laughs> overuse of the word offensive. I just love the precision of no reference scripts it's 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 truly impeccable the oscar travesty so let's have a look now at the oscars that year i'm going to get it up for you now yeah best oh, wow. picture pretty okay <laughs> some of these are great i just don't I, just, I i don't get it driving miss daisy i don't know how that gets best picture and i don't know how when i met sally isn't even nominated I mean, uh,
1: I don't even know most of these films. I mean, I'm not a film expert, but yeah, I don't know most of Dead these Dead so. Poets
0: is great. Field of Dreams is pretty fun. Born on the Fourth of July is pretty great. Tom Cruise, very good. Best Director. Well, this is the thing. It's the classic comedy thing of comedies don't get recognised unless you're Woody Allen and they're sort of dramatic. Which leads me on to Crimes and Misdemeanours, which we will which we will do, which is just incredible film. <laughs> it's one of the best films I've ever made. Um, but the only nomination it got was for Screenplay, where Dead Poets won. And Dead Poets is a great screenplay, not as good as when I Met mm. someone.
1: Is and it as, do you think one of those films that at the time it wasn't appreciated for what it was? No,
0: and everybody loved grown? it. Everybody loved it, this is the thing. The only complaint a lot of the critics, I mean, I, I'm not speaking for all critics, but the biggest complaint was that it seemed um, not redundant, but it seemed too much in the vein of, Alan, of Woody Allen. And I can completely see that. You've got the opening titles, which are exactly how Woody Allen does his opening titles. You've got the relationship politics in New York, that sort of thing. But I also think that this film is just leaps and bounds above some of those Woody Allen films. I don't think it's leaps and... Mm, th- it, this is a weird one, because I think Crimes and Misdemeanors is probably my favourite Woody Allen. But I still think I prefer when I met Stalin. Anyway. Uh, best best Actress, I I, I cannot believe that <laughs> Meg Ryan didn't get a nomination. That's That's honestly astounding to me. Jessica Tandy, fine in Driving Miss Daisy. Isabella Gianni, fine. Pauline Collins and Shirley Valentine, again, fine. Jessica Lang has done far better performances than in Music Box. Michelle Pfeiffer in Fabulous Baker Boys is a definite keep. She's great in that. <laughs> That's a very good performance. But Meg Ryan should have been in there, and I honestly think she should have won. But seeing as Jessica Tandy was old, uh, it was one of those. Don't to lose my left foot. I have no arguments there. And I don't know if Billy would have made it into that top five, that's a pretty great top five. Mm. And I don't think Carrie is in it enough for, mind you, that's a pretty weak, versifying actress. It's a tough one. I think the biggest travesty is um, not winning screenplay and Meg. Not getting nominated. At least getting nominated. There you, Travis. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Well. I would agree. Yeah. Will's favorite building slash set. You've got an awful line here, Will, because
2: it's the whole I of have. New York. <laughs> uh, I I really hope you agree with me. Uh, for me, <laughs> it's the uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art.
0: The pecan pie. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That's correct. That's, that is great. <laughs> The falling leaves, the pecan. Uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. And, and just, <laughs> I just the architecture of the building is, is <laughs> lovely as well. But we won't get into that. That's for uh, my other podcast, uh, Will's Architecture. architecture. <laughs> the bu- building, the foundation. You, when oh. you break it down,
0: let's start at the foundation. Uh, <laughs> Favourite piece of scaffolding. Best single minute. Oh I didn't say my best 10 minute stretch. I disagree. I think it's the final I think it's the final time. I think that from the from her putting the phone down on him after he does call me if you're afraid <laughs> to just call me and then him walking around New Year's Eve on New Year's Eve alone. It, it, it just gets you every time. I think it, the momentum it's incre- I think it's incredible. However, I also think the first 10 minutes is excellent. But, I think
2: we, we, oh, we were on. saying earlier, Becky, um, that this film kind of redefined the genre when it came out. So, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. all modern rom cons nowadays now have the big, uh, the guy at the end, the big confession of love, the mm. big build up. Where before that, it, this, this movie is strange because it doesn't have an exterior conflict. It's, the mm. conflict is them themselves, which is quite interesting. There's nothing in the way. I think if you get this 10 years later, even,
0: it's two hours long and you've got half an hour of having to deal with, what's his name, bloody Oh, it's simple. That's a baby and it's talking. You're great. And he kisses her and you're like, oh, get rid of him. Get rid of him. Just get, I, I, I just don't need 10 minutes of, and, and I did watch the deleted scenes and there's a few that I would put back in At the end of the day, it's fine at 90, and you don't need any of that. The one I would put in is, there's a very short one, where it's the nights they've just had sex, and they go to sleep, and he just stays still, and he doesn't hold it, which is one of the cruelest things. Watching it this time, I didn't realize how cruel he really is in that scene. That is mean. Um, but then there's a deleted scene where it's just him and he looks over at the alarm clock and it's 4.06. And then he looks over at her and he looks back at the alarm clock and he's just got that dead. And I mean, we've got the dead expression already in the scene, but I think maybe another 30 seconds. Um, what's the change? Is Did we there. Do one?
1: Best single minute?
0: Oh, sorry, best single minute. <laughs> I'll go first this time, I've got two. It's either Sally's monologue of um, leaving Joe and the I spy family. I also like how she goes, you know, we were playing I spy, you know, I spy a mailbox, as if he doesn't know what I spy is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I spy a family, which is just brilliant. And then the cold ceramic tile. That are well, oh no, that's the runner up. The best single minute is Oklahoma in, in <laughs> a sharper image.
2: Yeah.
0: The Ducks and Geese and my spare Discovery. And then the pulse trees brown. And she just doesn't get she's not tune. Genuine, genuine leather. <laughs> However, my nitpick is I mean, I do get it, obviously. As someone with a few exes now, well, no, one ex. Uh, now, I'd like, obviously, even if they were with um, Ira, you're still going to get annoyed. You're still going to get like shook. But she's coming with this Ira guy who looks like, I don't know, Bella Lugosi Dracula. And he's got Meg Ryan on his arm. <laughs> and she doesn't know. Helen doesn't know that they're just friends. I, I just don't.
1: Are you saying that you would essentially pretend to be with Meg Ryan? No, <laughs> I don't think
0: he even needs to pretend. I think he, he he plays it cool. Well, no, he plays it. But he does nothing to be like. He he should be happy. He should mm. be like, oh yeah, oh hello, Ira. Oh, pleasure to meet you this is sally and we're get, i don't want to spoil at the same time question. at
1: this point he's not like into sally kind oh of no thing.
0: he is ah okay let's have this debate oh <laughs> oh that the line um you're the first woman i'm uh i've n- never what is it you're the first woman i've never been I've, oh my god you're the first when they get back friends together and it's like yes. you're the first w- woman friend i've had where i've Just not want to talk. Not want
1: to. Hmm.
0: That's not true at all. He is playing it cool. He is (laughs) in love with Sam. He is in love with Sally for the whole film. I I, I, definitely.
1: I think it starts off with him being intrigued. Like in the car, he's kind of like, "We could just have sex," but then she's kind of like, "No, I'm not interested." And he's like, "Okay, fair enough. I'm off." Then, like when they keep bumping into each other, he's sort of like, "Oh, maybe there is something there." but I do genuinely, like, believe that bit where he's like, um, and I don't want to have sex with you, and, oh, this has sort of changed it slightly. Because that's why he has the whole blank expression after they do have sex, because he's like, oh, this changes everything, like. Yeah. Mm.
2: What, what do you think about this whole idea of them bumping into each other throughout the film? Do you think there's any, anything where he's forcing things? Is he planning to bump into a... Or is that the beauty of the film that they are all just coincidences? It's only twice. People, I've heard people moan about this and be like, "Oh, it's
0: stupid! It's so ridiculous!" It's only twice,
1: and it is like five years apart or yeah. something. And my which theory, is yeah, fair sorry
0: my theory is that any film can have one coincidence. Like people, like if you look at the first ten minutes of any film, you need that one coincidence, or else there isn't a film. It's like uh, the, 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 Shawshank. Well. Uh, yeah, you need the insane circumstances around how he gets into prison, or else you don't have a movie. You need yeah. you're allowed one coincidence if it's early enough. If it's a coincidence at the end, then that then that's a stretch. Yeah. I, but also, yeah, they yeah five years apart each time. Yeah, it's think, it's so,
1: over it, a long enough period yeah. of time that it becomes yeah. believable because. Yeah, if it like a lot of movies make it out like someone keeps bumping into someone within the same year, which in a city like like New York or Chicago or London or something is just not realistic. Um, whereas, like when it's over a longer period of time, you can kind of understand it, and the well, way that they play off each other, given it's been that period of time as well, is quite interesting. And then he has like, the, the
0: great. One- he has the great um, when he bumps into Helen. There's only 8 million people in this city. Of course, you're going to yeah. it to your ex-wife.
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're, so you're say, Will, that you think he's he's trying to find her?
2: Oh, no. I was just playing devil's advocate and fighting oh. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Uh, next category. What's the change? Is there a change? I don't
1: think I'd change anything with this movie. This um... is the
0: problem. I think we're going to end up picking... <laughs> We're picking films that we love, <laughs>
1: yeah. and I
0: don't know what I'd change.
1: Is there any bit that you would cut?
0: No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what I would cut. Will, you're the you're not less. Not you don't like it less. But this is like a two, This is a top ten movie for both me and Becky. <laughs> Maybe you're more objective. What would you change?
2: I, I'm not sure. I think there's a lot of scenes in the middle where they're a part, which they need for the exposition. But just the odd, I, I think maybe like you were saying earlier, maybe the change doesn't need to be a cut, but add 30 seconds in. Mm. Yeah. How I,
0: right. Here's my, th- here's my length theory. <laughs> um, <laughs> when a film gets past two hours, 20, just go, just make it three hours. Like, I watch Titanic deleted scenes and I go, this is already three hours 20, just put the rest in. Like, because every one of the deleted scenes is good and it's about 30 seconds each. And I'm just like, oh, just put them in. <laughs> the, pres- the clip, the clipness, if that's even a word, of that 90 minutes of this, it's, it's just impeccable. And it's very refreshing when you have to sit through bloody, how long was Endgame, three hours? Mm. Terrible. I, I, I mean, God, Godfather Part 2 is 3 hours 20, and I could watch that, uh, and I have watched that twice in one day. I don't think I will ever sit through Endgame again. But anyway, that's another I episode. do
1: feel like, yeah, if, if something gets too long, you are less likely to watch it. Like, 90 minutes is a really good length. For
2: it's a little. lovely time, um, yeah.
1: And if it's like what When Harry Met Sally is, and it's just 90 minutes of gold, then it's yeah. amazing, and I'd happily watch it over and over
0: again. And I think this has been lost in comedies. Comedies now are about two two hours. Mm. Like, I love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Well, that's two hours. Like, that could be 90 minutes. I don't know what I'd cut, and we'll get, I'm sure we'll do a Forgetting Sarah Marshall episode, i very much like it. But I don't know what I'd cut. What's left from Tom's notes? A lot. (laughs) Prosing questions what is the best Meg Ryan and what's the best Billy Crystal look in this film?
1: Look when, as in physical...
0: Cost, costume. Oh, yeah. Purely,
2: purely, <laughs> purely physical. <laughs> Mouthful of grapes. Oh, that... <laughs> <laughs>
0: that... That is a great look for Sally, though. Because as, as, you wouldn't consider it. Knee-high socks. hmm She's dressed like she's she runs a camp counsellor. She's a camp counselor. She's dressed <laughs> like Christine Baranski and out of Sudley Valley. <laughs> <laughs> um David Martin Granger. Becky Becky. Becky Martin Granger. Um but it's she looks incredible.
1: You see, my thing about Meg Ryan in this film is I love that because it's over it's like perfect. such a, a long period of time, yeah, they they change her hairstyle and they, they do change nice. like how she looks throughout the movie, which I think is such a clever little detail. Mm. Because as I say, I just feel like there's not enough there to over too. that period of time. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I noticed it most because of like her hair, because it's very like, it becomes a lot more like...
0: Every time her uh, hair is great. What's the worst yeah. look? I'm going airplane, where she's got that terrible bob. Well, yeah,
2: that,
0: you
1: know. Yeah
2: and she's dressed that, like she's a hostess on the plane. I, I, ne- I never got to say my, my favourite minute. No, sorry, Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, Well, it, it is the Oklahoma scene, but I was going to say my, my, my runner-up would be the airplane scene. That is great. Uh, just mm. Because of when he says, oh, by the way, I'm married. It's heartbreaking, does he?
1: Yeah, it very much he like throws he, off the film. He kind of think, oh, okay, well, this is over now.
0: He has the great, um, yeah, I'm getting married. Yeah, she's she's a lawyer. Yeah. She's keeping her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, heartache. Do you think? Do you see heartache there? Well,
2: heartbreak. There heartbreak. Yeah. Oh, on his end, or hers. Both. I, he doesn't want to get married. To, he wants to get married to Sally. I he's, don't
1: think he's anyone's not at upset that
2: in that scene. He, he does. does. No, because she's does. happy with no.
0: Joe.
1: No, I think that point is when it's upsetting for the viewer because you watch it and you're like, oh, this whole film is supposed to be these two people falling in love, but they can't do that now because they're both like in happy relationships. Um, So it's not upsetting for either of them as a person, like as people, but I think they're also both shocked by each other's situations um, Mm. just because they weren't expecting it. Yeah, I don't think that's heartbreak for either of the characters. I think it's heartbreak for the viewer.
0: Next category, next note. Is Meg Ryan in this movie the best-looking woman of the 80s? Here are your your four nominations. Nicole Kidman in Dead Calm, Rebecca DeMornay in Risky Business, Meg Ryan in um, When I Met Sally, or Michelle Pfeiffer in Fabulous Baker Boys, and Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct, If We Count It, I mean, we shouldn't count it, it's 90. But but is she the best looking of those?
1: I mean, I am a woman, I can hardly comment, but I love Meg Ryan's admi- look.
0: I, <laughs> I can acknowledge that Josh Clooney's still that most <laughs> handsome man alive. Is he? I, I love
1: Meg Ryan's look in that film. I'd go for her if I was a guy. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Joe, here's one. Joe so says I love you after a month of them being together and he sort of throws it away a little he's like I'll see you later I love you and then she's like you do is a month too soon Good because, question. It's, because it's not <laughs> that they've been in the relationship for a month because Sally later says because Billy says uh, Harry says um are you going to marry him and she goes I've known him a month so they have been dating slash in a relationship for a month and he's just chucked in I love you is 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 Joe is he just sort of saying that to shut her up
1: so fun fact um I think it's something like on average most couples say I love you after like a month to six weeks which seems yeah. quite soon mm. but also i think it very much depends on the relationship and how intense and whether you were friends before and there's so many different factors yeah, i feel like that this specific storyline it seems weird because they're adults they've just been dating they haven't like moved in or they're mm. not like seeing each other every day kind of thing so it does seem very soon but in other cases you could have had like a really intense one month relationship. And I think- But
2: then, there's also the difference between saying I love you and meaning it. Well, this is the thing, you chucked it away. You you say I love you after a month, but the average meaning it, it it could be different. They just happen to say it after a month. Mm. It's very good. Next note, what
0: is the first book that Harry is seen reading? And he flips to the end. Your Uh... clue is, it was Rob Reiner's next film. Misery. Misery is Oh, he's correct. got it, he's got it. Do I win we, a point? Oh, yes, you, keep, <laughs> you can keep track. Uh, he, and then that was Rob Ryder's next film, and he later reads Robert Ludlum's The Icarus Agenda. Skirts. When, Billy, when Harry says, you, look, you should wear more skirts, you look great in skirts, that's correct she just looked great in skirts. <laughs> I <laughs> it thought it was great. a question.
2: No, it's just a <laughs> it's comment. Just the state. <laughs> it's good. But I quite like
1: that it's because at that time it was very much like women were mm. you know, yeah, Diane was becoming a big thing like trousers and shorts and like sort of looking more like a man was the style. Um mm. so it it's almost implying that Harry's slightly like stuck in the past or slightly more like yeah. old-fashioned. Um but yeah, I just, an interesting
2: comment. Going back to the best looks, uh, Harry's best look for me is the big woolly white turtleneck jumper. From when it, he's it. reading Misery, that is a good look. Yeah. And
0: he he wears another one, and it's not exactly turtleneck when he's making the carpet.
2: And the, the flats, yeah. Sewing
0: it. Um, They're both bent down. Yeah, and what's she wearing? Yeah. Skirt, which is uh, <laughs> which is Sally's best look in the film, is the skirt and uh, red jumper however and the bit of rouge as well but also she looks great at the new year's she looks great at every scene meg ryan is a great woman she goes great. <laughs> um let's talk about it the diner scene the second dynasty yes scene.
1: this is my favorite minute we didn't i didn't say mine either <laughs> my favorite minute is, is that bit where she says like um what's the quote it's something about most men don't know most, um,
0: most men say that it never happens to them, but most women have done it more than once, one time or another. So you do the math. Yeah. Uh, what well, because and they... Uh, goes, uh, oh, because they... they <laughs> it's great. I think it's I done just, good. Is, and and the comment
1: on? from the, the extra who says, like, I'll have what she's having...
0: It's, it is great. And she, that's not just any extra. That's, that's his moment. It oh, it's Rob Reiner's sp- moment.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: okay, well, I'll do, I'll do it quickly. So basically, uh, so in the airplane scene, you've got uh, Nora Ephron, uh, sorry, Rob Reiner. So the film, basically, the script came about from conversations between Nora Ephron and Rob Reiner. And Rob Reiner basically set, uh, told Nora about the whole um, wanting to get up after sex thing. And Nora was like, really? And that's where that scene comes from. So then Rob Reiner was like, wait a minute. I've just given away one of men's biggest secrets. And I don't know if it's exactly, maybe I'm too sensitive. Well, we don't need to. It, I mean, it'd be cheaper than therapy, but we don't need to get into this now. <laughs> but, um, so then Rob Reiner was like, oh, sorry, go on.
1: It's not like one of men's biggest secrets. I feel like it's fairly obvious. That, yeah,
0: but like, it's fairly obvious to us now. It wasn't in, was it in 89?
2: I think it was meant to be like a moment of disgust for the audience that everyone go, what? Yeah, Yeah, and all the men can have a free ride
0: that night because they'll go, (laughs) I never do that. Um, Uh, So yeah, so Rob Ryder said, I've just given away a big secret for us. What's a big woman's secret? And then she goes, well, do you really want to know? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most women fake orgasm. And Rob Ryder's response was, well, not with me, and that—that's what that whole scene is. And so then Rob Reiner, this was obviously pre-me too, but he then ran into his officers and asked every woman if they'd ever affected an orgasm, and uh, they obviously all said, "Yeah, a co- yeah, a couple of times." Um, so Becky, now I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think Nora Ephron has done some wonders because I think subconsciously, after this putting this in the mainstream most men are very self-conscious about this now i mean they were self-conscious about it before if we want to if we want to break this down
1: the point that meg ryan brings up is almost i think that's more of a secret than the whole men not wanting to cuddle thing like i feel like Mm. everyone i I don't know i just feel like everyone kind of automatically knows that whereas yeah the the fake orgasm thing—I feel like that wasn't in the general knowledge. Like it wasn't yeah. in big media. It might have been a kind of whispered thing that everyone knew about, but like it wasn't in big films or anything until this this movie. So.
0: And we don't need to I dwell think... on it, but I, I I feel I I feel like I'm Harry. Like I feel like <laughs> <laughs> this conversation just come up a couple of times, and I've gone and I've gone. Oh well, I don't know.
1: But I feel like every guy thinks that Harry. Every guy thinks that it's not happened to them. That's yeah, but, the whole point.
0: No, I know, but we don't. We don't need to get into it. But I've got, well, not evidence. But anyway,
2: we don't need to get into it. <laughs> <But it's... laughs> Here's a question, though. If, you, like, we were saying the other, day, we watched Click. Um, but um, oh, if you just were, as good as whatever it's Sally. <laughs> yeah. If, if you watched a, if you could say you were a character from a movie, who would you say you were? Who do you relate to the most?
0: I am Harry. I am
2: yeah. Harry Al- Burns in in almost every way. <laughs> we uh, we realised I am Adam Sandler from Click. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen Click. What's the what's the? It's wonderful. It's probably Christopher Walken's second greatest appearance ever. Yeah,
1: it's a great. It, no, I would say it's his top. It's so good.
2: It's it, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not as good Fuck as Click. Cool the fiction. Deer Hunter that he won. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we'll have to do a Click episode. Um, <laughs> also she really does not hold back on that impression i know it's a very funny comedy scene but like every yeah. time i forget how realistic she goes it's never like ooh, "Ooh, it's really realistic especially when she goes what did she say oh, right there like, she, she really <laughs> really goes for it it's great uh cheek to cheek the first New Year's Eve where they're dancing and they do the rotation and you see oh. their faces both drop. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Great moment. Here's your quiz question. What when, <laughs> when Harry and Jess, Bruno Kirby, who we've yet to talk about, but he's excellent in the film, are talking about... Um, well, it's after the baby fish mouth thing and the charades game, and they go off and talk about Emily and the other guy and um, Julian, that's it. Julian, what sort of name is that? Unless you're Julian Clary, you can't pull the name Julian off. Um, <laughs> I've just been fisting Norman Lamont. Thank you. <laughs> it's very nice of you to recreate hamster teeth for me here. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, I've just been fisting Norman Lamont. Yeah. Now, um, the, on Jess's wall is a poster. What is that poster for?
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's for a circus act called The Mighty Midget Magician. Why does Jess have a poster? <laughs> Which set dresser thought, we need to make, we need to put some posters <laughs> up? Oh, what about Casablanca? No, what about the mighty magician? <laughs> a faceless guy rips off your clothes and that's the sex fantasy you've been having since you were 12. Exactly the
1: same. Well, sometimes I varied it a little. Which part? What I'm wearing.
2: You tell her about other women. Yeah, like the other night. I made love to this woman and it was so incredible. I took her to a place that wasn't human. She actually meowed. You made a woman
0: meow? Go ahead, I don't like this one anyway, when she's crying on his jumper. Again, I've used that. This might be the film where I have subconsciously quoted the most. Like, if I was to guess, I'd probably jump to, I don't know, Silence of Lambs or something, but I think it's actually this. Like I say, That's why it's
1: so good, it's because yeah. it's so realistic that it literally is like a, a genuine relationship essentially yeah. between two people.
0: Are you comfortable? Sure. <laughs> he, the flash on Sally's face um, after uh, the what do you call it uh, after they have sex and yeah when they're
1: sitting in that like restaurant yeah. kind of thing opposite yeah. each other and they're both sort of in silence.
0: It's brilliant. Mm. Tom's next note: Marie's wedding dress and Meg goes, "Oh, it's really great." Is it? <laughs>
1: wedding dresses the style back then was horrendous I don't know how anything it looks
0: like or... Princess Fiona's dress <laughs> <for a> Shrek. <laughs> it doesn't look good at all um, a lot of suicides great little throwaway line um, Harry singing call me great the slap brilliant the second tree where she takes the Christmas tree but she doesn't have anybody to help her with it that's great yeah. Um, the the montage when he's walking and they ho- and they do the whole little moments from throughout the movie thing, mm. and it's I don't know what it is, but in other movies it seems corny. In this, it just plays very well. Mm. Yeah. feel a cool. bit corny. And then my favourite note. Is the end of this film the harshest cut to black in any movie ever? The coconut cake and then bang, ding, ding, ding.
1: Tears and there was this this very rich chocolate sauce on the side. Right, because not everybody likes it on the cake because it makes it very soggy. Particularly the coconut soaks up a lot of that stuff. So you really, it's important to keep it on the side.
0: Right. I partially
1: agree. I partially agree. But also, like, I feel like it just it makes sense because those interviews are supposed to be like little snippets mm. of their conversations and like all of the others kind of end. I mean, like they kind of finish off, but mm. yeah, it's like clips. So it makes sense. It's
0: pretty Great stuff, which leads us to Tom's big question. Z, I've got two. <laughs> okay. First question. Is Sally Albright the perfect woman?
1: No, I don't think anyone's the perfect woman.
0: Well, It'd no, no, this, but this is the point. She is the perfect woman because she's not perfect. <laughs> she's very high maintenance and all that. It's not like, I don't know, Audrey Hepburn in Roman Holiday, where she's just like, yeah, I'm a princess. And she is literally perfect and it's too perfect. Sally Albright. Is, a, is the perfect realistic film woman.
1: Mm, yeah, I think she's one of the more realistic characters. And I don't know. I don't think... And my other question, I guess, would be like...
0: It's not Becky's they, big question. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> but it leads me onto the thought process of would they genuinely end up together in real life?
0: Ah, right. That was going to be Tom's third question. Third was going to be: Do they do they split up? Do they stay together? Do they divorce?
1: Mm, You see, I just feel like their friendship was always a bit clunky. As it was, I don't think it would have worked.
0: As a Harry who's always gone after Sally's, I hope that they stick together. (laughs) There's a morose, (laughs) depressive, dry-witted, miserable uh, man who adds depression under humour. Who isn't ugly, but isn't like a George Clooney type. I hope that uh, Aries get Sally's all over. But they don't. Um, But anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Or they leave.
1: Friends can, like, if you have two friends who end up together, it can go one of two ways. It can be like genuinely get that these two people get along so well that like you know you've you built it off the friendship and it just it's like a perfect relationship essentially but then I feel like you can still clash with that person or if you go from friends to relationship it can be like because you were close you got even closer that actually you're very different people.
2: This is true. Well I think they stay together.
0: Yeah, of course they Yeah, day. let's go for
2: yeah. that. are both
1: yeah. hopeless romantics.
0: Second, sort of, Tom's big question, 1.5. Is Sally Albright the best um, rom-com woman? Like, best female lead? Yes.
1: Yes, Why? Well, it, it's the best rom-com, and therefore... Best.
0: Mm. And it is the best rom-com because of that. Yeah, Yeah. dynamic. we Will, go on, Play Devil's Advocate.
2: Uh, I I want to uh, put your attention to a little movie called About Time.
0: Oh,
1: yep. Okay, I prefer About Time. About Time is higher in my top ten, but...
0: Oh, this is a (laughs) Kaisersauser-like twist. Where did this... Sorry. (laughs) This is weird to throw in near the end.
1: But, But, as a character, and as... No, because that's a really good one.
0: What's mm-hmm. About that's Time... That's a very film relationship,
1: whereas When Harry Met Sally is a very realistic relationship.
0: What's her name?
1: What, the character in About yeah. Time?
0: what's the character's name? <laughs> and my point is oh, proven. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my point <laughs> is proven, there we are. Look, um,
1: When Harry Met Sally, I've watched it more recently, and also the character's names are in the title, so...
0: Only half. Sally Albright, Harry Burns. Also, I'm going to say I prefer Rachel McAdams as a love interest in Wedding Crashes. I really like Wedding Crashers. <laughs> it's Midnight, a great movie. All Midnight in Paris. Great Woody um, film. <laughs> um, fine. Tom's final big question. Is I Hate You, Harry, I Really Do, the best I love you in any film ever?
2: I was about to venture uh, this. I don't like the line. Oh, I don't like it. Go on, do
0: it. Let's go on. <laughs> Let's have this out.
2: Try.
1: Explain why.
2: Well, what well, he confesses, it, is "I love you, Sally," and then she's like, "I, I hate you. I hate you." Uh, it, and then it's That's not that. true. It's not. A, they lean it. They kiss straight after that, and that is not when they should kiss.
0: Not straight away.
1: I feel like it's not. He the runs best in. I love you.
0: He runs in. I um, yeah. look. Here's the thing. I've been thinking, and I love you. And he goes, and how do you expect me to respond to that? I don't know. How about you love me too? And then she walks away, and then it's. Um, just because you're lonely, just because it's New Year's you can't just come here and and make out and then he does the incredible speech. Oh, that's, yes, which is why it's my best ten-minute stretch. And but, if and if I'm being honest, it's probably my best single minute in there too. And then you've got the incredible, and she has that look of she's in love with him. And then she catches herself. You you, Harry. You. See, that's just like you, Harry. You come here and you say something like that, and it makes it impossible to hate you. And I hate you, Harry. I really, but she's saying I love you, and it's incredible. She and is. then they However, kiss, go on. The
2: kiss, it's just, it's out of character. It's. Well, it's this leads Sally. into Becky's Do they stay together? Like, is but this a realistic thing? The fact comic? that he no, then leans think- in to kiss her in order to cut her off. And then she realises, oh, actually, no, hmm, we'll keep doing this. She doesn't cut him off.
1: I have a point here, because I think you guys are both being very, like, male-headed in the sense that I would do something like this. I'd be, like, in my emotional state, like, I hate you, I hate you. And it's like, no, I don't want you to leave. I don't actually hate you. But it's just like, bro, why are you doing this? So that's yeah, all no. she's doing. And as... I don't think it's the best I love you ever, but it's probably the most realistic because she is literally like, why are you doing this to me?
0: What's the better I love you then?
2: I love you. I
1: don't know. It, there's got to be a, just like a it's a it's just the fact movie she, moment.
2: She shouldn't, the character of Sally wouldn't have left uh, I hate you. He would have gone in for the kiss. Then she would have tried to make up some sort of excuses into why. And then it would eventually... But then that's with the a thing
0: kiss. She's not leaving it at a I hate you. She's leaving it at I love you because she's saying I love you. She's just saying I hate you. She is. And then they but kiss and then you and then...
1: guys you're not understanding the point. Oh, I completely it's... understand, Becky.
0: <laughs> I've been fooled. She's it out I, of I, anger. I understand the your point too. So I understand the film so much that well, let's not, again, it's cheaper than therapy similar situations i did that whole monologue and i changed a few things and it wasn't like i was using it and they didn't (laughs) know we she loved the film and i and i did the whole monologue and then she was like oh so every time so even so as a man who's been turned down using that same monologue i know that it's not that realistic but there we go i mean it wasn't i mean there was like three months later and it was just another desperate attempt to cling on to something that was dead. Next category. Synopsis of a sequel. What about when Harry divorced, when Sally divorced Harry because she would leave him? What about, what about that? Why don't we have a, well then it just turns into marriage. And I don't think you could have a, well you could obviously have a funny divorce drama obviously. But
1: I don't think a sequel would particularly work for this movie. As perfect as it is, oh yeah, um,
0: it's just one of the categories. To,
1: if, I reckon it would be more something to do with um, maybe if they had kids and like some they kind get of together. interaction there. No, as in like I don't know interactions with their kids and yeah. the, the parents and more of the like. Because that was like the falling in love aspect, and I feel like it could cover like their relationship through the issues of like, yeah, marriage and kids and stuff, mm. and then, I don't know, somehow includes maybe their kids growing up and them getting into relationships and so on. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think it needs it. I don't, it doesn't need a sequel.
0: It doesn't. Well, have you got a crazy sequel idea to throw in?
2: Yeah, uh, Sally opens a bookstore. And meets Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> You've Not got a male. Bad movie.
0: I'm just going to say <laughs> it's it. very bad. And this is coming from somebody who loves Nora Efron, loves Meg Ryan. Okay, on Tom Hanks. Also, Sleepless in Seattle. I mean, I don't enjoy that movie. We're going to have we're gonna we're gonna have to have a Sleepless in Seattle episode because, seeing as Ava was unable to join this one, and she she. That that'll that be her uh, quid pro quo. She'll get to do um, Sleepless in Seattle. But again, just nowhere near as good as I met Island.
2: I think so a good sequel would be that this uh, the eclipse of the couples talking about their marriage is, talk, is turned into some sort of documentary. They watch that and they decide to do something of their own as a project together or become couples counsellors or something. And in that, um, realise a conflict of their relationship and it's about parallel ironing out that in between I think that'd be a nice story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: also it's it got is. to a point where as much as the film is perfect,
0: I'll watch an hour and a half of deleted scenes if they have them. They don't, but I would watch it. Anything for more uh, for more of this film. Closing line Hall of Fame. We'll return to the <laughs> A wonderful book. We're gonna cheat it, particularly coconut. It soaks up a lot of that stuff. It's important to keep it on the side, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty great, pretty it great closing line. It's, I don't know if it's as good as the uh, opening,
1: it's not as good as the opening, but the scene as a whole is very
0: good. It's incredible. I, 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 it's. It, Incredibly structured film. Yeah, 14, it's very well
1: thought through.
0: Yeah, fourteen minutes of Burke uh, College, five minutes airplane, ten minutes of them getting back together, half an hour. It's just it, it, bang, 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 bang. It's just great. And you know, <laughs> you know, the a sign of a perfect film. This is why it's in my top ten. Every time it changes scenes, you never go. Oh, I'll have a wee. Or it changes scenes and you are reminded of like, oh, it's the dinosaur, or oh, it's Pecan Pie, or oh, it's even just the charades thing, or oh, it's the batting in the batting cage and I made a woman meow. I took it to a place that wasn't human. That's just great. Every single cut to a new scene, incredible. I think I think that's it for When I Met Sally. Do we at Becky? Do you have any closing? We, wait a minute. We haven't talked much about Carrie Fisher, who she doesn't steal the movie, but she's incredible as Marie. Marie and Jess, great little um, second. Uh, that's that's another. That's one of my sneaky favorite scenes. Is that double date mm. in, into. Um, I'm going to get a cab. Yeah. I don't fancy walking yeah. and then I'll come <laughs> with you. <laughs> Which Carrie Fisher's great. Um, oh, I re- I needed a new red suede pump. And then she, <laughs> she goes over and takes Sally to the side. Great scene. Great scene. And then they just left and you're like, oh, just go home and have it off now. Just get it over and done with <laughs> it. Get rumping. Um, Becky, any final thoughts on this incredible film?
1: Just that it's, One of my, well, it's my third favourite movie. Yeah, I just feel like Not as good as
0: About Time.
1: No, (laughs) but it's just, it's 90 minutes of pure gold. It set up the whole future of rom-coms, basically. Um, And the fact that it's, did you say it was like kind of improvised? A lot of it was,
0: is just. It wasn't improvised, but it was a big melting uh, pot movie. Yeah, It came from a lot of conversations from Nora and Rob, and then Billy pitched in, and then, I mean, the orgasm scene, as I broke it down, you've got Rob Reiner saying, well, that doesn't happen to me. Then they take it, then Billy Crystal says, oh, oh no, sorry. Then Rob Reiner says, okay, well, she's gonna have to fake one. And then Meg Ryan says, okay, if I'm faking one, it needs to be in a public place. And then uh, Billy Crystal says, and then you need to have somebody say, I love what she's having. And I was listening to the audio commentary and Nora Ephron, God rest her soul, uh, just kept saying how this was one of the best collaborative experiences she's ever had. Um, Because everybody everybody pitched in. And uh, yeah, and maybe Sleepless in Seattle would be better if it was a bit more collaborative. I don't know. they I think There's a few time. moments
2: that are oh, fully improvised. Peek and pie was improvised. That was improvised. Uh, because... I think the whole pictionary scene was improvised. Yeah, because she looks over. She yeah uh, the yeah and she he's looks, like go with it go with it. Keep going, keep going. Great stuff. I, lo- I love his little I love his little uh, Billy's little smile. I love and he just says like that as, sure. as if to say <laughs>
0: hey
2: I got you. Is this the best looks movie?
0: The amount of little perfect looks in this movie.
1: Little, as in, like, sort of...
0: Just like, yeah. especially um, plain scene, yeah. plain, meeting and Joe, mm. where it's got, and this is Sally Albright. Great double takes, great double takes in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's top, but I can't think what is top, but I definitely, like, I don't know. There, there's some great moments in it.
0: Mm. Um, yeah. Right, William... Any final thoughts on this incredible film?
2: Um, Well, I'm I'm very glad I was introduced to it because I've only recently watched it. Um, So um, I don't know as much about it as you do, but it is fantastic. Um, And I may need to reconsider where it is on my list. I'm not sure if it's... it's, Where is it? I'm going to find where it is. It's a lot better than Chicken Run. Um... (laughs) It's not! Um... Um, I think it's
1: in your top 20
2: uh, It is It's It's number 21 It's 21 for me Let's do it live So Will has
0: downloaded the app Flick Chat Where where it ranks movies for you So Will, here we go Is going to re-rank When I Met Sally Let's see where it climbs
2: (laughs) Here we go, fill us in Will Okay uh, so, we're starting off, uh, When Harry Met Sally against Get Smart. When Harry Met Sally. Gets, yeah. Um, the Prestige, When Harry Met Sally. Met Sally. Uh 40-Year-Old Virgin. Harry Met Sally. Harry mm-hmm. met Sally. Uh, the Adventures of Tintin. Harry Met Sally. Well. <laughs> <Sally will. laughs> Why you do this um, About time, about time. I'm sorry. I it, it is my favorite. Um, the Incredibles. The Incredibles. I'm the incre- right.
1: No. Um, the Incredibles is good, but it's not when Harry Met Sally. They're it's very his choice.
2: Good. It's his choice, and he's made it. It, um, it is. Uh, Paddington Two. Paddington Two.
1: No. No, I completely oh disagree God. with that one.
2: This.
0: This is. This is okay. Continue. But uh, Sherlock Holmes. Which one? Sher. Oh, just Sherlock Holmes. One. Won. When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, it's number 11.
0: Ooh, so oh. it's still not in the top 10. <laughs> no. But you know what is in the top 10? Hot Fuzz, next week's episode. So, Will. fantastic we'll be, movie. It is a fantastic movie. Um, yeah, great movie. Is it the best of the Carnetto trilogy?
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hot Fuzz. Hot, well, hot Fuzz. Sure, At World's End. End. No, yeah. it's not that bad. No, it's, it's a very strong movie on its own, but you look at it in comparison to the two, and it is yeah. significantly weaker. Hot Fuzz, incredible. We'll, we're
0: going we're, we're gonna to talk all about it next week. Oh. It's worth I, it I, just I, for Olivia Colman. I think uh, we <laughs> should, I should do our own Cornetto
2: on. trilogy. T- what do you mean? We do our own Cornetto trilogy. I said we just discuss all three in, like, a segment.
0: Well, that's not the... We'll we'll, we'll, well,
2: we'll have to Changing the We'll form. have to Whoa. check the
0: schedule. I don't let's not give too much away, but we can't do that just yet because after Hot Fuzz is our first fortnight, which we will explain in the hot at the end of the hot fuzz episode. But it's going to be a certain fat, bald director who, who mentally scarred his female actresses. So it's going to be a fun episode, but it's been a pleasure. Uh, let's have special thanks to our wonderful secretary and guest, Becky Muggeridge. Thank you, Becky, for joining us. Thank you. And thank you I'm for inviting sure, me on. I'm sure we'll have you again. Uh, Will, I've been what 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 what's two Ronnies? What like two Ronnies? Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Will Leggett, and I'm an Leggett. Anyway, sign yourself off, Will.
2: Uh, well, thank you for giving me an education in when Harry met Sally. And education, um, another great film. Yeah. <laughs> Educating Rita, a better Ooh. film. Yeah, oh. Educating
0: Rita. We'll schedule that. In. Love Educating Rita. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but question, on that note, what's the go on, oh. Miss Educating oh, Rita? I was at. Yeah. What's um? How do you tackle the challenges of performing Pierre Gint? Oh, it's only uh, the big gag of the film.
2: I don't... Um, it, with alcohol? I don't know. With alcohol? I... <laughs> you do it for
0: radio. Will's embarrassed himself. He's said I it's one of his favourite I... films and then he's forgotten the biggest thing. I went to I've... see it at the theatre when they were <laughs> still open. Yeah, with... Uh, what's it called? Cut um, the real slim shade. Steven. Please stand. Steven. No, please stand. I'm not Dave it. I'm getting... Them... No. Steve Tomlinson's um, yeah. Brassed Off. Yeah. Brassed off. Oh, we're doing Brast off. That's an episode (laughs) and a half. Um, Right. I've been Thomas Gruthers, Becky Muggeridge, William Luggeter, when I met Sally. Rest in peace, no refron. Thank you very much.